Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm your host, back again, Michael Lavelle. Uh, last time you heard me, you know, finals was coming on. Finals is over with. That was quick. <laughs> Five games. Uh, first of all, shout out to my boy Brandon, who was on the last podcast. He shot me when he said Warriors in five, and I said, you are out your mind. He was right. He was right. <laughs> so shout out to Brandon, man. Um, but as you know, man, we we uh, love to just just discuss a lot of things, man. Of course, the NBA will be a hot topic for the day. But before I do anything, y'all know what I do. I always introduce my guests, special guests on the show. Um, man, we on the road two times in one year, man. <laughs> um, again, again, uh, he's back on the show. He was here for our wrestling show, which was a really great show. Got a lot of good feedback. Um, this is again my mentor, somebody who's family. No matter who our mothers and fathers were, that's family. All right, back on the show, and again, the creator, the mind, the brainchild behind the name for Home Field Advantage, Marlon Copeland. What up, why? Hey, what's going on, brother? All right, man. So we're gonna we're gonna get it started a little bit, man. We're gonna always start our show with a rant, cleanse our souls, so we can talk <laughs> about LeBron James and his now bald head. Shout out to you, LeBron, for finally cutting it it's off. About time. He's going to grow it back for the season. Oh, God, please don't. No. <laughs> he Look, does it every summer. After a while, Beijing can't help. I know. <laughs> I know. After a while, Beijing looks like just too much. Yeah. All right, so I'll get it started, man. I got a little beef, man, and it's with Tory Lanez. I actually like Tory Lanez's music. Um, He creates some nice stuff. I feel so old because I've never seen <laughs> it. We are old. I have to Google a lot of these guys. <laughs> Um, I looked at the double XL freshman cover. I ain't noticed nobody. It's just my yeah, just just how we are now. So Tory Lanez, he went to a store. They treated him like he was broke. <clears throat> he was upset. Put it all on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. And to prove how broke he wasn't and how upset he was at the store, he dropped thirty five thousand in the store. Proof point. I'm so sick of people, especially African-Americans, trying to prove something to people that don't like you. You gave a store that don't deserve your business 35 grand and will be the same people that look at Lonzo Ball and his shoes and have a fit. At least of all ball like y'all. This store don't. He they treated you like crap. Didn't know who you were. Let's be honest. If Tory Lanez walked in this house right now, I wouldn't know who he was. Even down to this day. But they treated you like you was broke, which should never happen. Anytime you walk in a store, you should be treated like a customer. He wasn't. So your point was to drop thirty five thousand approval point. I, it don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's like being friend zoned by a girl that you've been chasing. And so you buy her a ring. 
This doesn't make sense. Because you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to buy you a ring because I just want to show you the love you're missing. <laughs> that's, that's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. I'm just tired of people trying to prove stuff to people that don't like them, one, or don't know them, two. Um, I've been very vocal in the last few weeks that I need people to stop recording your crimes. I know you want to get on oh World Star. Oh, my God, yes. I know y'all want to get on World Star. <laughs> y'all want to get on YouTube. Y'all want to get all these retweets and likes. Stop recording your crimes. Stop recording your friend crimes. All right? If they yes. get into a fight with another person in the middle of the street, that is a crime. You are providing evidence. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. This is so true. I'm so sick of it. This is so true. I'm so sick. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I was a person that was to look at all the fights and be like, oh, snap, look at all that. Oh, quick story time. You remember we used to watch the, um, what was the name of that tape you used to have? Um, Ghetto like, Street Ghetto Fights. Ghetto Street Fights. Like that, yeah. Like, it, it, I mean, we were entertained by it. <laughs> Y'all not going to see me no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there was this one video where the guy had like two guns. He's in like a Honda Civic. Yeah. So he, he like, y'all might not see me no more, man. And he drops the guns on the floor and he speeds off. And I was like, yeah, we, we might not have saw him anymore. <laughs> but but we were entertained by that. We were also yeah. young. Yeah. And I get it because social media was just becoming a big thing. Yeah. Recording everything became a big thing. You know, everybody didn't have camera phones and all that stuff. It was just growing into a thing. <clears throat> y'all have learned by then. I mean, we talking about like seven, eight, nine years ago. Yeah. I need for y'all to stop. Stop recording your friends' crimes. Just for retweets from people that don't even know you. So I say this to Tory Lanez and to anybody else who wants the approval and appreciation of people that don't like them and don't know you. Stop wasting your time. That's it. That's my rant. You know, I actually did that before. Was it? <laughs> um, I went into this uh, store and um, I bought a. It was a shirt that was marked down for like two hundred and fifty dollars. This is back in the day, like when uh, Dwayne Johnson was the Rock. Oh, so back when know, Cool G sweaters was a thing, right? So this shirt, it was like a paisley shirt. It was hot. Looked like something the Rock would wear. Mm. So um, you know, I was a young guy. I was making decent money at this time so I, I bought the shirt and it was a 250 dollars shirt but they treated me like trash in that store yeah but i bought it just to try to prove a point oh, man. And it was the dumbest thing ever and i still got the shirt um it's locked away at my brother's house somewhere it's like <laughs> it's so ugly like you ever look at something you're like my yeah. god i bought that yeah. it's so ugly but yeah i paid 250 dollars for the shirt man oh <laughs> but you were young though i was like 20? Yeah. 19, 20? Yeah. I just need people to stop, man. <laughs> just stop. Just stop. If you're thinking about doing it now, just and you're listening to this podcast, don't do it. They ain't going to prove no point but make no money. That's yeah, it. absolutely right. That's it. It's like complaining to Comcast. If you ever done it, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you complain to Comcast and pay your bill the next month. It's what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> that is what Comcast is. They the biggest goons in these streets outside of the police. Yeah. Flanjo Castile. All right, man, I'm moving on. <laughs> 
Marlon, you have an excellent rant. Uh, let the people hear. <clears throat> All right, I do have a rant. So, you know, I, I have a you know a group of friends. We always talk about sports and stuff like that. So one day we was talking about the infamous banana boat picture. So if you ever uh, seen a banana boat picture, it was when uh, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and am I skipping someone? Chris Paul. Chris I'm Paul. sorry. I'm sorry. I skipped Chris Paul. Yeah. So was, those four guys was on the banana boat. First of all, um, I you know if you if you're like truly my friend, you know I love you. And um, but ain't, we're not getting on no banana boat together. That's, yeah. that's number one. <laughs> Too many uh, hot dogs on that boat. But anyway, so these guys on the boat, and so the conversation is. Oh, well, Carmelo Anthony don't belong on that boat. He's trash, and he's this, and he's that. And, you know, I, and I am a guy who knows my statistics. Um, I keep up with a lot of this stuff. Uh, I'm an analytical guy, so I, I can take the objectivity out. I know a lot of people don't like Carmelo. But if you really want to look at it, look at this boat. The person that don't belong when it comes to accolades is Chris Paul. Just because he do oh, 15 boy. and 10 or 20 and 10 every year, that does not mean anything. There are a lot of statistical players in the NBA. Carmelo Anthony has went to the Western Conference Finals. Carmelo Anthony has had True 50 indeed. win se- uh, seasons. True Carmelo indeed. Anthony has won scoring titles. Carmelo Anthony has revitalized the New York Knicks. Not only did he revitalize it, he tore it back down. But at least he <laughs> revitalized it. Chris Paul, yes, he did revitalize the Los Angeles Clippers, but they hit a plateau so it was, like, abrupt. They just hit it. And I, I just want to know, like, why do people disrespect Carmelo so much? I know he comes off as smug. He looks like he's probably robbing um, the Knicks organization right now. But if you look That's at Phil his Jackson career. <clears throat> thank you. It's Phil <laughs> Jackson. That's the problem. It's the organization. So when you look at Carmelo Anthony's career in totality, this guy is a first ballot Hall of Famer that statistically goes up against most of your favorite NBA players if you look at his career in a, uh, in a broad spectrum. So please stop hating on Melo. He belongs on the banana boat. It's Chris <laughs> Paul that needs to be taken off and probably replaced with Kyrie. Oh, oh, no, no, better no, yet, no. Steph. Well, they don't like light-skinned people on that banana boat. <laughs> but they belong more than Chris Paul, and that's that. Oh, man. I like Chris Paul. I um, do, too. You know, I love him. Yeah. We used to have debates about <laughs> whether or not Chris Paul was better than Darren Williams. Darren Williams been to the finals. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. He, hey, he went. It's reality, though. <laughs> That's he the may even be a Hall of Famer. Darren Williams? He might. Did he win a, a title <coughs> in, in college? With Sy- well, I mean, not Syracuse. Illinois. Illinois? No. Okay. It might be a little difficult. If you look him. at the criteria, the Naismith Hall of Fame, it's not right. the NBA That's Hall of saying, Fame. Yeah. So I think you look at his career in totality, I don't think he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I think he'll probably make it at some point in time. He might be able to squeeze it. He had, he had some – it might hurt him what he did to Sloan. It that, should hurt that, him. That that wasn't looked upon very well. I agree. So, uh, I mean, I will. I've been very vocal on this show about Chris Paul. Um, I love him. Uh, I think he's a great guy. But the fact remains, he's the definition of a middling player. He's the definition of a player that can't can't take his team to that next level. And we keep making excuses for him, but we bring all the other excuses <laughs> down on people like Carmelo. Well, I think the the one reason why Chris Paul is not going further 
you know, like to the finals and thing like, things like that. The same things that people say about Dwight Howard not evolving his offensive game to fit today's NBA mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. I don't think Chris Paul has evolved his game to fit today's Ugh, game. Does he need to? I think his I think his game fits it. How don't f- it? No. How far as he went with his with this style of play? Dribble, 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 uh, dribble, 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 pick and roll, dribble, 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 pass out at the last second. You hit the shot. Doesn't work. Today's NBA uh, is predicated off a of quick ball movement. That's true. Everyone running off screens and ro- screen and roll, and also uh, with the, you know, timely slash to the basket. That's mm-hmm. today's game. Today's game is not pick and roll, pick and pop. Not to the way mm-hmm. that Chris Paul does it. Okay, all of that is fair. That's fair. I love Chris Paul. I, I yeah. mean, I wish I, I want him to win a ring. Absolutely, he's one of the people that you want. Definitely to win one. Yeah. Um, man, that's ugly. Has has his game evolved with the NBA? Yeah, it hasn't. It's been in the league for a long time. If you look at the way Golden State plays, if you look at how yep. San Antonio plays, yep. um, Atlanta, yep. uh, minus the White, like the season before, right. um, a couple of other teams out there. That's the current model in the NBA. Chris Paul doesn't fit in that model if you really think about it. He he doesn't have he to mod- he can. He doesn't have to modify his game that much. I think it's probably an ego thing. Like this is what got me to the dance. I don't what know. Dance? Him. I mean, we got to the pros and became yeah. an elite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Elite caliber player, you know. So I I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. All right, so this is out of the mouth of somebody else, not me. I know <laughs> people get on me about my Chris Paul views. I'm just saying he hasn't been anywhere. Second round. And that, oh, it's just nothing but the second round. At least Melo made it to the Western Conference Finals. Ew. Nugget type of fellow I pushed to call Melo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, so that, that was an excellent rant, man. I You make me think about it a lot, and I'm still thinking it, how much he needs to modify his game. Not and much. Not, yeah. I think if he went to San Antonio and, and um, Pop, I think he needs a coach that he's going to respect. Not saying he doesn't respect Doc, but I think Pop would say – this is my system. I've won five rings with it. Okay. I think Doc is like, let's see how we can fit you into, fit what you do into what we do. Mm. So. Is Doc overrated? No. Okay. <clears throat> Just asking because, you know. I think that, I think he's uh, top maybe a top five coach in today's game. I think what has hurt, I think, I, I just off the top of my head. I mean, Pop is definitely He might be one. right outside top five. Maybe so. But right outside <clears throat> of it. I think what, what has happened with Doc is um, uh, the, the, the GM has gotten in the way of the coach. I think he needs mm, to relinquish the general yeah. manager um, position. Pull the coach butt. <clears throat> because there's no way in the world that I would pay DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin Oh man, the, the money that they're both about to get because Blake is the more, and then not only that, <clears throat> Blake is another person I have to defend a lot. He his game when he first came into the league, and Mike, you can vouch for this because you know you, you used to get on me for always um, being a Blake apologist. Yes, Blake was a twenty and ten guy, twenty points, ten rebounds. Yep, he's he's going to the basket. They have turned him into a point forward. Yeah, and and people and, and I and I commend him on the adjustment that he had to make within his game. <clears throat> I don't agree with it, but he did it for the betterment of the team. Yeah, he did to create spacing for DeAndre Jordan. Um, this man is playing out of his element, and if you look at it, he's went down. 
When was, that was a time when you used to see Blake Griffin all over television. Uh, commercials. He was a yeah. household name. Well, he can't stay healthy. <clears throat> Health, and I think that the um, altering his game has hurt him. And maybe altering Ooh. his game has created the injuries. He's out on the perimeter a lot. That he is out on the perimeter more. Oh, Didn't man. Didn't happen to what Doc got there. Yeah, but, man, they, that team so needs his five assists <coughs> a game. They need <laughs> they his did, what? They need his five assists a game. That they team do. needs it. But they need it. He shouldn't be the second on um, the second or third ball handler on the team. Because technically, if all the starters mm-hmm. out there, he's the second. If Jamal Crawford comes in for a spell, he becomes, he becomes the third. A, yeah. <clears throat> Wait, who's the small forward? Uh Luke Rashad Bob Mute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Bute. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, he has he has changed his game, but that might help. I mean, it might help to – he needs a change of scenery. He does. does. I think Boston DeAndre, would be great for him. Actually, he didn't need a change of scenery. <laughs> uh, the Clippers and Chris Paul – Chris Paul, who I respect his basketball smarts, one mm-hmm. of the dumbest things he did was beg for DeAndre Jordan to come back from that Mavericks deal. Hmm. Well – if if you look at it from a selfish perspective, I mean, who helps him better than than uh, DeAndre Jordan? Yeah, <clears throat> look at you, his game. You locked in that team, though. Yeah, I mean, that it was, was a, it was a bad team move, yeah. but that's more of come on, Doc. Like, come on, you know, we need him. We was almost there, you know. I mean, I got a question, Chris Paul's <clears throat> basketball know how. Let the front amazing. office be the front office, yeah. and you be the player. They locked him in the house and convinced him to stay. That was the dumbest shot. All right, man, let's move on, man. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the finals, man. What you think? Um, what I think, you know, uh, I just like um, – I forgot who – Brandon was on the show, right? Yeah. Uh, I, too, said Golden State in five. Interesting. Um, I said I, Golden State <clears> in six. I was just shocked that somebody said in five. I, I said Golden State in five, and I said if Cleveland wins, it would be in seven. Okay, yeah. I can see that. So – yeah, um, I, I I will say I thought it would be Golden State in six, mm-hmm. and then LeBron couldn't close out Game Three. Was it three or four? No, 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 no. Four they won. He couldn't close out three. Yeah, when and that's a whole nother story. Oh but, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, the the finals were entertaining. It was everything that we've been wanting to see the entire playoffs and have not gotten. Not one bit. No, I take that back. I enjoyed some of the playoff um, games. Washington Wizards. Loved that series against Boston. That yeah. was a great series. The series against Atlanta was actually good. It was, um, you know, it just sucks to be on the loser side of that. Correct. But to me, <clears throat> I, I've said on the last podcast, Washington was the most entertaining team outside of the top two mm-hmm. that was in that playoffs. And um, I agree. Uh, there was other teams, but you know, I'm the very, finals finals gave us everything we were waiting on. I'm very excited to see what Washington does in the off season to improve. They definitely need to add on to their bench. Yes. So the question remains: mm-hmm. What do you do with Otto Porter, who's a restricted free agent? I say with the current system, I say you pay him. Oh. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. I, I mean, <clears throat> it means you, you gotta like- you gotta pay him. You got to look at the market. Look at what's out there. The market um, for him is near max. No, no, no. I'm saying look at the market as far as free agents. As far as who's out there. Yeah. Okay. 
they're the free the top free agents that are out there are not going to come there. Kevin Durant's not coming there. Yeah. Um, unless you have something up your sleeve um, via trade. Which I don't they, even they know don't. who's on the trading block because they don't really have a lot of assets. You don't have any draft picks. Uh, are you going to bust up your backcourt? It's a it's a lot of variables there, so you pretty much got to pay them. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, um, I I think that auto should stay. I just think it needs to be for the right price. And price and, gets too yeah. high, you got to let them walk. And I agree. I would take that step back. Right. I would, but I can understand from their perspective if they sign them. Right. I, it's just Otto, Otto Porter, awesome player. He's one of the key players you're going to need if you want to compete against the Killian Cavaliers, but yeah, he ain't, he, he's not worth locking that team down. No. Because his contract would be the one to <laughs> close out the deals. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. Everybody paid. Nobody else getting paid. Yep. I, I just don't think it was – I don't know what they're going to do. Unless but, Boogie comes there. Boogie. It would be nice <clears throat> there. Boogie him, would be great there. Him and John Wall, that would be very nice. Because I don't think New Orleans is locked for him. No. Who wants to be in New Orleans? For what? I, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go there. <laughs> I'm going to get shot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, mean, I, like your, I like your gumbo and baguettes. Um, so, so for the finals. Um, okay, I'm just going to put it out there. Did Katie show or prove anything during this finals? Because a lot of people wanted to be like, now he's the best player in the world. Or, he's not the best player in the world. I agree with that. That is still LeBron. I agree uh, with that. Did he prove anything? <clears throat> I think he proved that. <laughs> I think he proved that uh, he can be a winner in a team ball. Um type atmosphere mm. um, I think he also proved that um, he doesn't mind sacrificing because hey this boy played amazing defense he, this he year did. in the finals he did I think I think he did a lot of proving to probably people who really know basketball but probably to the fans no mm, that's an interesting <clears throat> interesting thought on that because uh, personally when I listen to like Stephen A. Smith and a couple other people they sound like fans when they talk about Kevin Durant, this guy stepped up immensely in defense. I've never seen him play defense way. And I, I was really impressed one on one what he was doing in the. I mean, you can't stop a LeBron. You just nobody he, can. He's not even equipped to stop a LeBron, right? Or slow him down. He frustrated him. I mean, he he made tough shots. I, he played really well, even at times switching on when he would switch on to uh, Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You know. Hard to guard Kyrie. <clears throat> yeah. But he stuck with him. Uh, I was very impressed with him. Um, I think KD proved a lot to me this. Um, he showed me that you give me the ball. I mean, if you looked at the end of game five, there's a couple times, you know, Steph does his dribbling thing and yeah. he tried to, you know, put the ice. And KD was like, hey, give me the rock. I'm yeah. putting this thing on ice. And uh, even though Steph hit, hit his big shots too, but. KD went out there and asked for the ball and mm-hmm. got it. Now, that's who proved something to me. Steph is the one that proved something to me. So this is his third year going to the finals. I thought <clears throat> I thought every year he looked like trash in the finals. This is the first year yeah, he played first year pretty was good. Rough. First year was rough. Second year he was injured, and it showed. Yeah. This year, average, nearly a triple-double. <laughs> 
I think he's the one that proved something. He proved that he can play on the grandest stage. And I thought it was big that he was able to take a back seat. Um, not not a full back seat. You can tell that this this team flows through him. But Correct. he was willing to give that ball up to Kevin Durant. <laughs> he was will he was willing to do everything that we thought Russell Westbrook would learn to do. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not shading him because I appreciate what Russell Westbrook Love did this Russ. year. Yeah. But we've been asking, we've been saying, KD's the best player on this team. You got to let KD be KD. Russell wanted to be Russell. Mm. So e- either the coaching was totally at fault or mm. Russell was too stubborn or KD, remember we said at one point that he was too timid. He couldn't stand up to Russell. I don't know, but whatever we was wanting in OKC showed up in in the finals and go with go to say. I put more to blame on uh Sam Pressy. Jim? Yes. What you mean? Because if you look at Golden State, they have a lot of talent, right? Yes. They have at least Golden State goes with eight nine deep, right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Let's go to OKC. Coon JaVel McGee, who's a champion. <clears throat> I know. Oh um, God. But if you look at OKC, we let we let Harden go over four million dollars in totality, not four million a year, four million in totality. You let him walk. Um, Serge Ibaka, Reggie Jackson. Uh, even though I'm not a Reggie Jackson fan, yeah, he is a yeah. above average player. Um, uh, who else? Tabo walked. Tabo uh, Green. Green, Green. Oh, Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Oh, they drafted <clears throat> Jeff Green. I forgot about that. So when you look at the the amount yeah. of talent that has walked away from that organization, and all that's left is Russ. Is you know this is something that people don't think about. We don't know everything on the inside. That's very we don't true. know what's being said, what's being done. All we get in are what we think are inside reports. You know, it, it got to be Chris some, our sources. Yeah. It's got to be something. <laughs> yeah, him and his sources. <laughs> There's got to be something with that organization because yeah. why is he the last man standing? And it doesn't make sense. And if he's smart, he's not the la- I mean, he may be the last man standing, but it's time for him to go. I think he's going to stay. You think, he, you think he's just that loyalist? <laughs> no, I just think he's uh, it's in his DNA to prove that he can do it. He's like, he's like yeah. Kobe. He's like, yeah. he's like Kobe. He's like Michael. He's like what we want. We, we asking LeBron to be? Um... Talk, or being like them? Being like Russell. <clears throat> being like that guy that wants to prove I can do this. Haven't LeBron proved that? Did he prove it last year? I mean, LeBron is LeBron proved to me that he's he's been the best player on the planet for at least 10, 12 years. Yeah. Let me think. Yeah. I mean, I think that was a stretch where Tim Duncan. I think you go from yeah, when Michael, when you go when Michael retired. Oh, oh, here you come with this 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 statement. You go from Michael to where there was a little great uh, probably Shaquille, and then I think from Shaquille, Tim Duncan took it, and I think from Tim Duncan, LeBron took it. Some people can some people have thrown Kobe in there at times, yeah. but I just Kobe will always be haunted by Shaq to me. Yeah, well. <clears throat> Well, he only won one without Shaq, two. right? He won two he without won Shaq. He won two without him, yeah. But Shaq won one without him. So it's just like, uh, it's kind of like that yin and yang. It's like you can't mention Stockton without mentioning Malone. 
LeBron has never really had that type of dance partner. I mean, Dwayne Wade was great, but we knew who team it was. Yeah. It's um, like you can't mention Shaq without mentioning Kobe. You can't mention Kobe without mentioning Shaq. They're going to cancel each other I out. Know. I think Kobe's final years in the NBA solidified um, his position. But even though I do agree with you, it took me a lot of years to agree with you on the Tim Duncan thing. But Tim Duncan really is the best player during that. He overlapped with Kobe Bryant, like, and he was really the better player. He just though, wasn't flashy. And he was, yeah, he was born as crap, and he wore Jabot jeans way past when Jabot jeans was cool. <laughs> he he dressed like the Rock when he was with. <laughs> when he what? He, he dressed like the Rock man when he was with uh. What was that group? DJ, uh, 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 the Nation. The Nation. <laughs> he does, he, he yeah. He dressed bad. Um, Iso, so the finals is over. Warriors won. Yep. Uh, you think Clay's staying? Like, when his contract's all said and done, Clay say, let's keep this thing going. I mean, he's kind of came out and made – Statements or kind of like a roundabout way saying that he believes in building a dynasty there and he'll do whatever it takes. I don't know what that means because, mm. uh, I, I, in a roundabout way, I think that at some point in time they're going to have to evaluate their assets, and I think he's the one that's probably going to be the tradable asset. Because I still, even though I know a lot of people are going to say this is crazy, I still don't trust Kevin Durant's feet. Well, yeah. Um, he was injured this year. Right. He was, um, he took, well, he was injured for like, what, three weeks? No. No, he was out for a long time. Yeah, he was out for like a few months. No, nah, about one or two months, yeah. Yeah. I've always taught you. Yeah. A big man, when they have foot problems, look at it, they go downhill. Bill yeah. Walton, Shaquille O'Neal. Yao um, Ming. Yao. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. All right, so let's get to the main topic. This is one of the reasons why I made sure we had, I had you on the show. Let's talk LeBron's legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, first question is, has this loss affected LeBron's legacy? He's now 3-5 and five in the finals. Uh, for me, no. Because I think his legacy is just – I think his, his legacy is cemented. I think he is what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think he still has a chance to improve on his legacy, but he's going to have to win either three to four championships in a row, which I think is impossible for now. Yeah, it, I think he's been in the league 14 years. Man, yeah, you, you're talking about some – he's going to have to put in some super extra work, which I ain't going to lie, I saw some great things from him in the finals this year. You're going to call, um, have to call uh, Golden State. <laughs> Y'all got room for one more? <laughs> I play point. <laughs> oh no, nah, he can't even play point. He gotta play center. He can play center. <laughs> <laughs> um, I too agree. I I know I'm used to my fans are uh, or the people that listen to this show always are used to me saying my LeBron hate, but I don't think that this loss affected his legacy. It didn't change the way I view him. I view him as one of the top players to ever play. One of the top players I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Still extremely dominant. Consider this. In the finals, when he has lost five times, by the way, just want to rub that in. <laughs> Each time that he has lost, the player that directly opposed him 
was the one who got the most accolades, MVPs. This one, it was Kevin Durant because he went toe-to-toe with LeBron. Mm-hmm. Before, Iguodala. Why did Iguodala get it? Toe-to-toe with LeBron. He went toe-to-toe LeBron. Um, Kawhi Leonard. Toe-to-toe with LeBron. So, you know, when you view all those things, you can see the impact he has. I mean, even when you're winning – it's still him that affects mm-hmm. um, the <clears throat> outcomes of so many things. So for that alone, his dominance, he his legacy cemented. At the end of the day, when we look at his accolades, if he never wins another championship, they're going to show all his accolades, all his all-star games, all his all-pro teams, all that stuff, and it's going to say three-time champion. It's not going to say nothing about losses. Yep. Three. One yes, of my favorite right. players – in the NBA um, uh, back in the day, it's Carl Malone. Never won one. Never won one. And that haunts him to this day. <clears throat> to this day. He look like he can play, though. He look like he can fight a bull. <laughs> Leave that man alone. <laughs> look like he moved tractor trailers with his bare feet. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think LeBron's legacy is affected. I don't know why people think it does. Well, I take that back. I know why people think it does. Because he's the popular person to hate. Correct. Yeah. But it's not going to change. Um, you know, me and you were around when they did the top 50 players in the NBA. Yeah. He's in there and been in there for a long time. So I think that says something. Like, he what, let's say he done went to seven straight champion, uh, seven straight finals. Mm-hmm. Man, 10 years ago, he was in the top 50 that ever played. Yeah. It's 10 years ago. So, I don't think his legacy changed. Nope, I don't either. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, like I said, I, I do. And to be honest, this is by far one of the best finals I've ever seen him play. Oh, without a doubt. I had nothing bad to say about LeBron during these finals outside of game three. Well, he just, he didn't close it out. Other than that, that that was it. Yeah, I you know I, I heard I heard someone um, I forgot who it was. It was an NBA a former NBA player say that LeBron has so many gifts, and that's why he fails so much because he's not mastering anything. I, I heard that. I think that was Jim Jackson that said that. And I I thought about it and I said you know. Cause I, I I mean I'm not saying like from a sports standpoint, but I've I've been called a jack of all trades and a master of none before, and I was like, yeah, because I haven't mastered it, <laughs> you know. But it's true. Like I was thinking yeah. about that because you know Jordan had a directive: go out here and kill you and score. Yeah. Kobe, Shaq, um, only guy that I can think of that didn't have a directive, and and was a winner was like Tim Duncan. He just beat you because he was just so fundamentally sound. Yeah. He just did what he was supposed to do. But even then, I I, I take what you said because I heard that and I thought about it too. And I was like, what skill does LeBron display when it's clutch time, when it's time to go? And I don't think he, I don't think we know. I do. I mean, do we? I do. LeBron makes the right decision. He doesn't make the popular decision. He makes the right decision. You know, we talk about game-winning shots because that's what makes your legend, you know. Not that, I mean, that's true. It, it, it is true. But at the same time, LeBron has made at least, I would say, 80% of the times I've seen him in a clutch situation, he's made the right basketball play. 
Just like when he made the play in the finals to kick it to Kyle Corver, who that was, was a wide smart open. Yeah. That was the right was play. Move. But you don't want to see that because we're so used to clutch as being Michael Jordan, Kobe, those guys. I think it just Tim depends Duncan. on the person. Because if it was Tim Duncan and he made that pass, nobody would question it. Mm, God's, uh, you know what? You're about right. But at the same time, people don't respect Tim Duncan. I think they respect him. I just think that it's just because he's not he 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 didn't have the flash. Yeah. He didn't have all these great commercials with Bernie Mac and like you know like LeBron did or like how yeah. Kobe came into the league. He wasn't electrifying, you know. You're right, but well, so speaking from the standpoint of Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, we were so used to time for me to take over. Y'all move out of the way. Um, nobody can stop me, so I'm gonna get this. Yeah. So many times we watch LeBron, and we know nobody can stop him. And his 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 need to take a jumper in the end of games is it, it always it always make me like twitch. <laughs> like I was like, why, why? Um, He's not that bad of a uh, outside shooter. He he was really good this playoffs. Like, jeez. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know, man. I I don't think he's as unclutch as people say. I think he makes a lot of good plays. I've seen him hit game winners. Yeah. It's just not the flashy fading back three pointer from bomb land. You know, a lot of times he you know, he makes the right play. Um I just that's what separates him. I don't know what is his skill set when it's clutch time. Is it to score? Is it to play defense? Is it to rebound? Is it to be the point guard? It's to make the right play, which is a hindrance because the right play is not always a flashy play. And it's always it's not always the play for the best player. Right. And, and people and that don't also like sucks. that. They don't like it. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Truth be told, mm-hmm. the finals they won last year, mm-hmm. LeBron James went into kill mode. He did. In game seven. He did. And he bricked every shot. And it took Kyrie to save that. It, yeah, yes, sir. It, it took Kyrie. A lot of people won't admit that. But I remember watching that. I said, oh, LeBron going for it. And that was exciting to watch just as a basketball purist. I was like, yes, we get to see the LeBron that we've been waiting on. Yes. And, boy, he stuck up the joint. He did. And Kyrie saved. Yeah. I want to say LeBron went. I think he hit one shot in like the last four minutes. Wow, it was bad. And he took a lot. He took all of them. I think it was like one for eighteen or something like that. If I'm not, it was no. high. It was a high number. He took a lot. I want to say it was one for like maybe ten. Okay. And then even the play with Kyrie, Kyrie just didn't give him the ball. Yep. He didn't like. He didn't take a pass. He just. I ain't giving you the ball. I'm just. Gonna, let me try. Yep. Um. So I don't know what LeBron's thing is in the clutch. We know what Jordan's is. We know mm-hmm. what Kobe's is. Um, which is, Kobe is shot shot. Kobe is, is probably lost way more games than he's won. Uh, I can't say that. Kobe has that. made some horrific shot attempts yes. to try to win games. Yes. But I, I will always acknowledge the fact that he had the courage to take the shot. Yeah. And and that's another thing, having the courage to take the shot. Um, but anyway, game three. Mm-hmm. I mean, you win that game, you play the next game like you played it. Series two two, 
completely different series. Mm-hmm. Completely different mindset. Um, like I said, the, the Kyle Corver pass was a good play. You just wanted to see him drive to the basket. Right. Because nobody could stop him. Nobody. That, in the end, is going to damage his legacy to some people. But to me, overall, we're, we're not going to pay no attention to it. We're going to get a highlight reel of all his plays made in the final, in the fourth quarter. We're going to see that clutch block in, in last finals. Mm-hmm. We're going to see all this stuff. We're not going to be stunning the losses as much. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think that um, Jordan was very unique. He, you know, he had the 6-0. and um, Jordan was special. I'm learning to appreciate him more because I hated him when I was younger. I still hate him. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I totally respect him, though. But, um, yeah, I mean, you look at all the all-time greats, I mean, they all got losses. I mean, I mean, it's just like saying um, Bill Russell went, I think Bill Russell went, he won 11 out of 12. He lost once, mm. if I'm not mistaken. I think he only lost, it was either once or twice. Once or twice. So, you know I mean, that's that's – an amazing feat within itself. Think about yeah. how many championships he won in a row. But then yeah. people will say, oh, you only played against seven teams, <laughs> which is probably yeah. true. But, you know, it, 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 Jordan is, is, a, is, is a unicorn. And just leave him there. Mm. So is it fair to compare LeBron and Jordan? Is it fair? Should we do it? Is Should it, we stop? I think that this is the thing. Mm. If you are a statistical person or an analytical person, you can conjure up some stats for either for either player and make them look superior to the other. Yeah, stats. Um, yeah. Numbers lie, just in case y'all didn't If know you that. go by the uh, eyeball test, I mean, I've always said, you know, even though I have a, a strong disdain for Michael Jordan, I've always said he's too. the most, excuse me, he's the most fundamentally sound perimeter player I've ever seen from his footwork, from his defensive ability. Everything he does is fundamentally sound. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's it's not a, to me, I don't want to say it's not a fair comparison, but when people compare, I get it because it's the end thing to do right now. I mean, FS1, that's how they, they have built their whole yeah, network on this comparison. You they know? have, they have. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. Do I care? No. Because my the criteria that I have, a lot of people don't even take into consideration. I consider the what man. What do you mean? The, uh, one of my biggest things has always been the, the man off the court or the field. Oh, um, and Michael was a horrible person off the court. Yeah, so, you know, um, historically, whenever someone – I look at it from a generational, you know, this generation, that generation. But if you was to pull, you know, twist my wrist, you know, I've always kind of gave the edge to Kareem. Cause I looked at what he did for African Americans, on mm-hmm. standing up, um, you know, marching, all this, all these things, and you know, like, but Michael, his on-court ability was so great, I have to put him right there. But I'm always, I'm, if you, I, I always go Kareem, but LeBron is right there too. He's a top five player of all time. I agree, and I he's agree. probably the number one and number two man outside of the of the court. Very much so. Very much so. Um, I hate him as a player. Yeah. Um, really despise him. Like, I really can't stand him. Um, but LeBron, the person, is a great person. Uh, absolutely great person. Um, I do think that we should stop comparing him. 
one, because I don't think it's fair to compare players from different eras. It's just not fair. You cannot blame them, as you used to always say. You can't blame somebody for when they're born. We can't be like, well, if LeBron was back then, he couldn't do. We don't know. We'll know, and we'll never know. So all the never know. Michael Jordan couldn't deal with the athletics. We don't know. We don't. I can tell you right now. It's a true story for people that don't know that much about football. I mean about basketball. Michael Jordan was an excellent defender. Mm-hmm. There were some people he could not guard. There were some people Scottie Pippen couldn't even guard. One of those people is extremely to me underrated. It's Dominique Wilkins. Oh, it's I remember, freaking nature. I remember watching them games and Jordan or Scotty could do nothing with Dominique. Because he was a freak of nature. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about today, you know, adding in LeBron and somebody like Kevin Durant. He's seven feet tall. He probably got a seven five, seven six wingspan. Seven six, yeah. You talk about that guy on the perimeter? It's freak of nature. We don't know what would have happened, but we got to stop comparing the errors. Yeah, because totally if you compare errors, you have no choice but to discredit somebody. And when you start to discredit them, it's not fair. So let me ask you this. How do we determine an error? Is it 10 years? Ooh. Because let me, this this is the caveat. Uh, good, 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 you look good. at Magic and my um, Magic and Bird when they came out, 79, yep. mm-hmm. I think. No, 80. 79, I want to say 80. they were early 80. Because uh, Seattle won. I'll Mag- double check that. Yeah. I, I want to say 80. Doesn't matter, but four years. Okay, I think the uh, shoot. No, no, no. It was eighty. Larry uh, Bird was drafted in seventy eight. Magic Johnson was drafted in seventy nine. Okay, so you look at their era, right? That, they will be considered in the era together. Yes, because they're tied together. Yes. So five to six years later, when they're not even in the prime, because they they only well no because they, they stayed still four in their years. Prime, she- Magic left early. Bird stayed. His four years. So, okay, they probably like 26, 27, maybe 28 at the most. Here come Michael. 84. 84. Yeah. So, but from 84 to 90, he's a statistical beast. He's Russell Westbrook. Michael Jordan. So, is it, what was it, was it, (laughs) I'm not throwing shade at Michael. These are facts. Um. So was Ooh. this was it still Michael's? I mean, was it Magic and Larry yeah, or question. was it Michael's? That's a good question. Because obviously he's the best individual, but he wasn't winning anything. I think I think errors are. Oh, see, I want to go two different ways. In one way, I want to say errors are defined by who the top player is and that that time he controls or top two people. Bird and Jordan. I mean, Bird and. Magic controlled an era, and then it was Jordan, and then it was you know. But that means that so that means Magic by your standard, Magic and Bird window was short then because yeah, Michael definitely years? no. Let's see, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, yeah, 85. You, you got to give him some more years after. That's Michael what I'm saying because yeah. the '86 Celtics was amazing. That's probably uh-huh. the best team since I've been born. One them, yeah, one yeah one it's one yeah. of them yeah. So, how does it work? And then it also makes me think: Do you do you define it by the the type of play was in the NBA? Yeah, 
you know, does Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell have their own era? Yes, you, I you think know, so. Yeah. Does the does the mid range, um, does the mid range short shorts era have their own era? Is there <laughs> is there an attitude era with Allen Iverson and all of them? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. So we th- always talk about errors, but we never know what defines them. So let, let, let me ask you this. So This is interesting. When you look at, um, when you say about the basketball rules. Yeah. So, okay, Michael was a statistical beast in the 80s, and he didn't win nothing. Yep. So he was the most popular player, though. You know, because yes. after everything started happening. Because, you know, Larry wasn't popular amongst African Americans, but I mean it no, ain't yeah. it ain't that many of us the the yeah. the correlate the United States anyway. But anyway. Um <laughs> so when you look at that like they changed the rules, which this is what pisses me off with a lot of people too when it comes to Michael Jordan. They changed the rules to allow him They did to be more free. They did not get his butt whooped, then he wins. Then he and then he sails off into the sunset. So, why doesn't he get the criticism of playing in a softer era? It was defensive, but it wasn't as it wasn't as rough as it was in the eighties. They definitely changed it for Michael. They made it more perimeter oriented. It was it was starting to come. It gave more space to the centers, and it gave more space to the slashers to go in and dunk the ball. Go watch. Go back and watch an yeah. 80, uh, 85 Celtics versus Lakers. See how jumbled up they are in the paint and beating up on yeah. each other. And they also changed how you was able to get to the free throw line. It was a little easier. It became easier. Correct. Because he a, got so many unnecessary <laughs> three-point plays. But at one point, he was getting his tail whooped yes. by Boston. So I just looked at this stat. Just FYI, Larry Bird was elite, elite up until about 88. So he went eight years of elite, dom- well, of dominance, basically. One, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine, nine yep. years. That's right. He came 79. Okay, yep, yeah. nine years. Won three MVPs back to back to back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Magic is only about seven or eight. Well, we know what kind of derailed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, man, he, I'm just waiting on the age. No, 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 not I. Oh, but yeah, like, seriously, he only had like seven or eight years. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. Um, you know, if you listen to this podcast, tweet me at the number four HF Advantage. Uh, Marlon, what's your Twitter? Uh, Marlon C nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. So tweet us. Let us know what you think an era is in NBA. That's an interesting question. Now, I do think a person defines an era because when they pop up, Michael really, he was balling, but he didn't really pop up until he won that first championship. When was the first? 92? 91. 91? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because 89 and 90 was Detroit. You're right. Yeah, I'm with that. You know, just like um, Shaq era. Was two thousand and one to you know for those that three P, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Oh, you got it. So I'm on basketball reference because I wanted to look at Magic Johnson's numbers. Which, my goodness, this guy was insane. So so up until his last year in the NBA, he averaged twenty and thirteen assists mm-hmm. with a with a, almost a steal and a half a game. 
But after that, it's, you know, on basketball reference, they'll tell you it did not play. And then on here it says, did not play illness, HIV. <laughs> Oh, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Now. Wow. I oh, snap. If you're on basketball reference, look up Mike, uh, Magic Johnson's stats. And it says from 91 to 95, did not play illness, HIV. <laughs> so, wow. Why did you just, just say did not play? Why did, uh, and a lot of them say did not play. I don't know just why put they the had to put the DMP up there, man. Oh, man. Somebody Wikipedia this. <laughs> they just added that in there. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what creates an era. As for me, I, I think I lean more towards who led that era. The, 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 uh, and not just the player, but the players. You know, mm-hmm. Kobe's, Allen Iverson, they got their own era. LeBron has his. Yeah. Um, so I think I think eras are different, but I don't think that you could really compare them because they're all different. Dude, could could – LeBron get away with that arm bar when he drives to the hole about, what, 15, 16, 17 years ago? No. The arm bar when he drives? To my yeah, league. when he drives and he um, puts out the forearm to shield him away. Man, he can get away with that. Back then? 15 oh. years ago in the 90s, yeah. Uh, early 2000s, yeah. Well, I guess you couldn't do it back then because they were hand-checking you. And you couldn't do it, right, you couldn't do it in the 80s. But late nineties up until now, yeah, he can get away. Yeah, with late nineties, yeah, you're right. Well, actually, he can. LeBron came in late nineties, right? <laughs> he looks like it, but no, uh, two thousand and three. Oh, did he? He does look like it. Fool old. Um, so I I don't know what to say about LeBron and and comparing him to Jordan. I do think it needs to stop. Yeah. One of the biggest reasons is because LeBron ain't done. If LeBron goes out and wins the next three championships, I will put him above Michael. Yeah, because of the teams he beat. Like, if you go out and beat this team uh, with KD <laughs> another two times, you 5-5? Five five? I'll take it. I mean, I start to admit it. I ain't going to admit it now because he's still 3-5. and five. Um, But, I mean, shout out to him. He made seven straight. I mean, then his last championship was historical. I mean, yeah, to me, that counts too. <laughs> 72, 72 win team. You 73. Take, 70, yeah, 73. That's that's big. That was huge. And uh, and LeBron, you know, uh, one thing Chris Broussard pointed out, um, not per his sources, but <laughs> <laughs> technically, problem when it's all said and done, LeBron is probably beating 26 Hall of Famers in the finals. Michael only beat nine. Yeah, uh, I, I've always said the best team that Michael beat in the NBA Finals probably was uh, the Phoenix Suns. Everybody else kind of sucked. Nah, the Lakers sucked. Jazz didn't suck. Oh, I apologize. Phoenix and Utah were great. Those are the Phoenix was a good team though. Yeah, yeah. I, I still would take the Phoenix team over the Utah. Yeah, team. I would say the Phoenix team. Now that I think about um, it, the Seattle team. Wait, was was Dan on that team? Yeah. On the Phoenix team? Yeah, I'm taking Kevin that Johnson, team. Dan Marley, Cedric Sabalos, Charles Barkley, and Oliver Miller were the starters, and you had a, a yeah. great bench. Well, here's one of the big differences. Yes, I understand Michael Jordan only played against that many Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. The talent level was higher, though. In the NBA? Yeah. Mm. The sixth, seventh man off the bench could still fit into that starter's role. Into a starters role, this NBA, the 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 talent level is so weak that mm. you got teams like Brooklyn, 
And, I mean, even the SAR teams back then had at least a really good player that could make the All-Star team. Nowadays, you got teams, they ain't sniffing the All-Star game. All-Star is vacation for them. I'm going to take this time off, eat me a cheese sandwich, play my Xbox, and then come back to work in about a week. The talent level was completely different. Dominique Wilkins didn't make the top fifty. Well, that was that was bias against um, against the South. I think. Uh, I think that Maybe, yeah. I think it was biased because uh, Atlanta just has a, a bias. Like they don't give us props for, uh, which I don't think you. Well, you kind of don't deserve props for just having a consistent organization. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't win. Like we we don't win championships. But Dominique. It, 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 I would take Dominique Wilkins any day of the week over Scottie Pippen twice oh, on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I would take him over Joe Dumas. I'd take him over Bill Walton. That's yeah. uh, that's pretty much like most of the – I mean, not most of the list, but those are guys I would replace yeah. him with, you know. But I think that's the biggest difference. It's just talent level was you had more really good players. You had more great players. You had more all-star level players. You even had more superstars. I think the athleticism is 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 better now. Oh, it's way better. It is way better. Can you imagine? Okay, who's the was it? Uh, it's slipping my mind. The point guard for Chicago at the time, six six. Ah, what is his name? Ron Harper. Ron Harper. Yeah. You imagine Ron Harper trying to guard Kyrie? No. <laughs> Can you imagine Ron Hopper trying to guard Kyrie? I, I can't. Man. And I'm going to give you somebody else. Somebody who doesn't get the respect they deserve for defense, John Stockton. Can you imagine him trying to guard Kyrie? No, I think he could. Boy, that'd be him. Um, i tell you who couldn't. Magic couldn't. Magic was a little weak on defense anyway. In the perimeter, yeah. Post, he was he was good. Correct, yeah. He Magic good. had he was he uh, the same thing I said about Kevin Love. Lateral movement can do it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair indeed. So, with with the with the Michael Jordan comparison, do you think it'll stop? Like, um, no, it won't stop because FS1 has to pay their <laughs> pay their employees. Uh, I did look up on YouTube and I saw like. Every last one of their shows had at least three topics on yeah. LeBron and Michael. I mean, they're, 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 I think both, you know, well, let me rephrase that because we've seen Michael Jordan-type players before. I mean, Dr. J was before Michael. I just think that he he didn't have um, the media. It wasn't that yeah. many, much media back then. Uh, I mean, this dude made it one of the classic um, movies, Fish That Saved Pittsburgh, look it up. <laughs> but um, You're right. I've never seen anything like LeBron. I, I've always no. said I've never seen anything like LeBron. I've never seen anything like Shaq. I've never seen anything like Allen Iverson. Those are my three. I've never seen anything like them. I can't find them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm only 38 years old. but Yeah, you're right. So I've seen Michael before, but he he's still a phenomenal athlete. I mean. I, I saw I, something like LeBron, but he got hurt. So. Who? Grant Hill. Yeah. Yeah, but he got hurt, and we never saw, we never saw what he live up to. Oh, so, that sucks. I, I don't. I, I think it would uh, continue. I think it would definitely continue. Do I? Do I want it to? Not really, because I. I don't either. I just really think that 
that was a time like in the it's it's exactly. gone you know like and we do that for other people like we do that for Wilt and Bill we don't talk about them anymore like They're just they just cemented in who they are we don't we don't say like even when LeBron made his seven straight we don't bring up Bill Russell yeah and I want to say Bill Russell made like eleven or twelve something like that it's and up. won like eight of them yeah. straight so but if you really think about it okay Tom Brady. Is probably in sub, you know, subjectively the greatest quarterback to play, right? I mean, whether I mean, I hate him for winning, but you know what I'm saying. But we don't. My conscience would not allow me to say those <laughs> things. <laughs> but we don't hear that Joe Montana, Tom Brady talk every other day. That's true. That's very true. You know, that's very true. Um, you would hope that they would just leave that era and just learn from it, learn that era. Like, I mean, I did. I had to learn about Kareem. I didn't watch him play. But, you know, I learned about him, respected him. We got to do the same thing for Jordan and all these other guys and just allow them to have their le- their era and not take away from LeBron because LeBron's doing what he's supposed to do for the era that he's played in. LeBron's America now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and this is a quick question. I, I think this would be quick. Is it a good comparison to compare LeBron and Michael Jordan? They're two different players. It's so different. So different. Is it really LeBron magic? That's who you want to compare. I find it hard to compare him to anybody. Why you say that? I mean, I know he's the assist guy and do all this stuff. I just ain't never seen nothing like him. That's true. Well, I, I've, uh, I get. I mean, I know we talk about Grant, but Grant didn't do it. Grant was probably great for like five years, and then boom. If that. If that. If that. So I mean, like I've never, but then I've never. Grant wasn't as big and strong as LeBron either. Like LeBron is like what two fifty? Yeah, what's Grant? Six. He's like six eight, but he wasn't built like LeBron. No, 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 no. LeBron's yeah. a creative player. We never saw a creative player. Right. He's like when you put those measurables all the way to the, the, the <laughs> yeah. strong side, and yep. he moves like a cat. Yep. I never seen anything like him. When I when two K first came out, I used to create a point guard that was like six seven, Penny, <laughs> Penny, yeah, and like strong and can rebound and can block shots. And then LeBron came around. Right, that's, that's who that is. Yeah, you're right. Um, quick. All right. So so last question on this. I am not going to spend that much time on this because I kind of already know how you feel about it. Are super teams killing the NBA? No. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> super. First of all, you have taught me the super teams have been around for years. Forever. Four years. It's not as much parity as people would like to think in right. the NBA. And it's been like that forever. Yeah. How many championships does Boston have? Exactly. How many does the Lakers have? Yeah. After that... The next most winning winningest organization is Chicago with six, then San Antonio with five, then, then Golden uh, State, I think. No, Golden State might be Golden State has two. No, Golden State got way oh, more. Oh, I'm than sorry, that. they got they got four. Four. Okay. So then Golden State. Yeah. So yeah, it was it it's not as much parity as people would like to think. Um the only problem with super teams is that Atlanta Hawks don't have one. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's being honest. I love watching it, man. I mean, cause you know, like, I, I listen to a lot of people say that the playoffs are boring. I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching John Wall grow. Yeah. Um, Some of it was boring. Yeah. To be honest. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I enjoy watching Russell like. Westbrook. I mean, you know, for a lot of people uh, that, that 
uh, I hate to say this because I like Paul George, but for a lot of people to always say, oh, Russell, Russell Westbrook is this, that, and the other. I don't like him. Oh, Paul George is great. Uh, Paul George was an eight seed in the weak Eastern Conference, which a lot of people like. Like people conveniently make the Eastern Conference weak when they're talking about LeBron, but not for anybody else. And then Russell Westbrook was a six seed in a stacked Western, Western Conference. Conference, and he was really by himself. And he was really, really, by, really himself. by himself. Because I was wrong about Victor Oladipo in my former life. Oh, <laughs> oh my we god, we all was. We all was. I still like his effort, but he. The talent nah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Super super teams are not killing the NBA. Don't like I said, the only problem is there's not more talent to go around. I think they need to do some restructuring restructuring with the draft. Um I, I, I don't like the lottery. I think they should just get rid of it. I think the worst team should get the pick. Should get the pick. Now, however, if you get hmm. the number one, number one, number two, or number three overall pick, I think that you should not be eligible for a top five pick. So let's just say hypothetically, if you had the worst you record, you you move down to five. Yeah. Because I think that would create more parity in the NBA. Yeah. And I mean, I don't to. have a problem with parity, or I don't have a problem with super teams. That's true. Um, and, and you know, I actually thought about something. I said, if you go into these finals and you see the picks, count up how many are my lottery picks. You have to get into the lottery. Yeah. If you want to be competitive. You can look at Golden State. Uh Clay uh Steph was eighth. Durant was second. Uh Clay was like eleven. 11. He's um, eleven. Only person Draymond was in the it, second round. Iguodala was yeah. in the top. He was a lottery. He was a lottery he pick. He was a lottery pick. Sean Livingston. Lottery pick. Uh David West was a top fifteen pick, I wanna say. I know he probably didn't contribute a lot, but yeah, he's, he, he still was. Nevertheless, yeah. So yeah, even on the other side, Kyrie, Kyrie, LeBron, LeBron, Love, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, Tristan Thompson, um, uh, Iman Shumpert was a lottery pick. Yeah. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Mm-mm. You sure? He was like eighteen or twenty. Oh, okay. Um, I think there's some more. J.R. Smith was like in. The, I think he was. I think he may have been straight on the out tail of high school. End. Yeah. So I mean, you got to get into the lottery if you want to win. Yeah. Hence why it's okay for teams to tank. But with so with there being such a lack of talent, it's so many teams that need to tank that that does damage the NBA. Well, that's because the farm system, they don't, they don't want to come up with a three-year rule. That's college. <laughs> ain't they, no, they ain't no the NBDL. Ain't no, please. They want the D-League to be the farm system. And I'm just like, like you're, not getting enough, you're not getting enough from the farm system. You're just not. I mean, because – the thing of it is, you because you're contractually obligated to these kids. You sit up here, you draft somebody in the top. Like, look at Haseem to beat. That was a travesty to actually draft him. What I think second overall. He went ahead of Steph Curry. Yeah, and and, 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 and James you, Harden. And if you look at him, what he spent time in the NBDL. Yep, he did. And, and it was embarrassing. They did not want to do that. Matter yeah. of fact, they put him down there and hurried him back mm-hmm. up, you know, and they should have just left him down there. Totally agree. It's I an image thing. You're yeah. paying them a lot of money. So they got to fix talent. They got to figure it out. Um, you don't have to be <laughs> you don't have to be where baseball is. Cause I mean, you get guys, they disappear. <laughs> 
for years yeah. before they're able to come up and show them faces. It's 24, 25 years old before yeah. you see them again. And you need that you need that money, you need that face. Um Let's so, Bryce Harper. Yeah. <laughs> um and then when when it comes to football, I think they got the right idea. They got the right farm system. <laughs> NCAA. They force them. Even though I know uh the the players union does not want that in the basketball you got to figure out a way to get more talent, or you need to con- uh, condense. It's time to get rid of about four teams. Ooh, yeah, it's time. Uh, Team, teams like Toronto. Uh, I'm trying to get rid of the six. Uh, they can go away with him and views. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like for real though, teams like Toronto. If you don't have a crazy history or like a solid fan base that or rabbit fan base they rabbit up there though in toronto yeah, it I seems like it i mean okay. i i gonna go by what i see never been there orlando uh they come out when they win yeah that's I, the thing just like in atlanta people can say that about atlanta though we come out when you when we win that's, that's true that's so true i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't uh retract teams i wouldn't add Definitely no, add. definitely not add. But I just think that we need to uh, review the the lot uh, the draft lottery. Uh, we need to put some per, some some newer parameters on there, and also um, I think make free agency more enticing for the. You got to do something else besides that extra year. You have to make free agency saying, yeah. more enticing for a person to stay home. If you are well, top, they've pick, done that. Yeah, I mean the only thing it is is just an extra year. I mean, think about it. If you it's Kevin, an extra year is a whole lot more money. Well, yeah, but if you ca- if you Kevin Durant, do you care about an extra thirty million dollars? That's true. I mean, but when you get you're paying big- French players like that's the problem in Cleveland. Uh, J.R. Smith fourteen million, Mon Shumpert um, tw- uh, eleven million. You're paying French player Kevin Love. He's a French player. Tristan Kirk, <laughs> oh, you dirty. <laughs> Tristan Thompson, don't break into play- don't break glass into the playoffs. <laughs> He's terrible Just in this regular Kardashian. Golly. Oh, speaking of Kevin Love, all right, man, we're going to move on. Let's get into our rank them segment. Ah. We're going to rank the top five power fours in the NBA. Um, the only rules that we had was we had to have a criteria for the ranking, and they got to be listed as a power forward on the, on the team roster. That's the only thing. Yeah. Um, so I start first. Okay. Um, my criteria was – uh, perimeter post versatility on offense and defense, mm-hmm. leadership. Um, right now, I think power four might be the second or third more most leader where you might find, you know, your most impact players. Mm-hmm. Passing ability, rebounding, efficient scoring. Uh, so it can't be no volume score at the power four. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, number six, I highlighted it because it drastically changed my rankings. Was ability to stay on the court, mm. which is something I put for every player. But when it, you start talking power forwards, boy, you got a lot of hurt ones and a lot of ones that stay suspended. Um. Oh. So my first question before I give out my list is: Anthony Davis a power forward? Yes. Okay. He's too small. All right, so weight wise, um, well, let me let me jump in. What do you? What are some of your criteria? 
Uh, my criteria would be um, in today's NBA uh, versatility in regards to inside and outside, mm-hmm. um, rebounding, uh, impact on the game. Uh, I think that's pretty impact. Good. Impact on the game is an interesting one. There's a lot of empty stat power forwards out there. Yeah, Kevin Love is one. Jeez. All right, so here's my list. Um, Do you want me to give the list without the criteria ability to stay on the court or with it? You have to kind of take that out of the equation. Yeah, let me take that out. They're an active player. I mean, unless they're like um, Jabari Parker. You just can't count him. One of them is almost like him. (laughs) Blake. Oh, my God. Anthony (laughs) Davis. I know he it, it don't take much to hurt him. He glass, man. Him and Blake are glass. Um, so here's my list. Top okay. five power forwards in the league. Anthony Davis, number one. Blake Griffin, number two. Which is shocking for me. Well, I thought long and hard about that one. Draymond Green is number three. Number four is Paul Millsap. Number five is Kevin Love. I might get some slander for that Kevin Love, and I might get some slander for Paul Millsap. <laughs> Ah, uh, for oh shoot. Um, I actually agree with your list, with the exception of um, Kevin Love. I would actually put the kid in Denver ahead of him. Oh, Joker. Yeah, Joker. Uh, what is Joke Jokic? Yeah, uh, I forgot his name. That boy's talented. Nikolai Jokic. Yeah, that boy's talented. He took. He he made uh, Kenneth Reed. Have a seat. Yeah, and we and we used to like Kenneth Reed. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, he's a dinosaur too now. Go ahead. Who Kenneth Reed? Yeah, a dinosaur is. with an attitude. Bro. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I like Joker over Porzingis. I can even put Porzingis there. I will put Porzingis. I just put anybody over, over Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. Yeah, just... <laughs> man, I like Kevin Love, man. But why? Uh, Take your bias out. Like, okay, what I'm does taking, he really do? I'm taking my bias out, and I'm looking at my criteria. Perimeter post versatility on offense, not on defense. Perimeter and post. or perim- what? Perimeter and post versatility. He has that on offense. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. What does he do down in the post on offense? He can score. When? If he wants to. No. He's that, just it's not, not about, there. It's not about what he wants to, wants <sighs> to do. Has he proven that he can yes. do it? When? He proved it in Minnesota. How long ago was that? That, that was a long time ago. <laughs> He's done. We're talking about right now. Not when Martin Luther uh, King was alive. <laughs> He's done. Um, I give you a perimeter because he is a sweet shooting big man. Um, leadership, I totally X'd him on. No. Um, <laughs> passing ability. Yes. One of the best. Mm-hmm. May be the best. I think I would think Blake passes better than him. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> not gonna let a albino pass better than he Kevin does. Love. Who averaged more assists? And he's always he always averaged more assists. He's with two ball dominant people, Kevin Love. And nah. Oh God. What was his stats in Minnesota? How many assists he averaged in Minnesota? That's a good question. I might have to look that up. Two. <laughs> he said two. I'm gonna okay guess. I'm going to guess that Kevin Love, at his highest, averaged about five assists. 
I'm going to say he averaged at his highest about three, at his lowest probably 1.4. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, you a savage, man. All right, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Um, At his best. In Minnesota. In Minnesota, he averaged 4.4 assists. That was close. Yeah. Uh, and it, <laughs> it is worse. He averaged one. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did he average four in Minnesota? He was there for eight years, right? Yeah. How many times he averaged well, over? No, he was there for one. Six years. Six years. So how many out of those six? How many times did he get over four assists? One. How, what? Okay. What was? What was the rest? <laughs> uh, no higher than two point five. Okay. So what was? I want that must have been a leap year. All right. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take my. <laughs> uh, okay. I I have no problem being proven wrong. I'm with that. It okay. sucks. Yeah, we, we, ain't, we ain't gonna say he sucks. But He's a he, top ten power forward. He, yeah, um, rebounding, excellent rebounder. Oh, great! I give him that. Um, Better if, offensive rebounder, but efficient scorer. I don't know if he is anymore, but he's proven that he can. He's proved that he can. I thought his last two to three years in Minnesota, he proved that he can be an efficient yeah. volume scorer. But it was empty. Okay, so so I stand corrected. I am willing to move Kevin Love out of that spot. I do not want to put Lamarcus Aldridge there. I just don't. he doesn't have any heart. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm kidding. I'm kidding for anyone out there. I'm just joking around. <laughs> um, no, he's done. I don't know if it's mental or he's just done. I don't know what it is. I, 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 supposedly, he's upset in San Antonio. Yeah, I heard that something where Pop promised him that he would be the primary yeah. offensive option, which, you know, he's another person that can play. He's like 40, 50 years old. He got the ultimate old man game. That's true. That's true. So, now, nah, I mean, he's never been an impact player. I, I used to tell you this years ago. Like, they didn't win anything in Portland until Dame Lillard came along. And then it's like he got mad. Like, oh, I got to share with him. I'm going to San Antonio. I got a shell with Kawhi. I'm sure. going to Walmart. Like, he's just keep <laughs> rolling. He, he's not – I'm sorry. I, I like his offensive, you know, pick and pop. I think him yeah. and Chris Paul would be great together. Um, I go with Prospingas or Joker. I think I'm going to go Porzingis at five. I have no problem with that. I think I'm going to go Porzingis at five. Because he can, he can block. He can, he can definitely score. Uh, yeah. He can shoot from the outside. He got a little, little something, something the inside. It can get better. Um, uh, his defensive, uh, he, his lateral movement can get better. Yeah. He's young, though. I get, yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair, fair, fair. I think we mostly agree. Uh, Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, Draymond Green, Paul Millsap. Five is what we kind of debate, but mm-hmm. I definitely moved Kevin Love out of there. I was wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Shout out to Charlie Murphy. Uh, but, yeah, I'm surprised that I put Blake Griffin at two. I just really am. Well, it kind of says a lot about uh, position by position. Yeah. Now. You know, not, no disrespect to Blake. You know, that's why if you look at it, uh, I remember telling you once, you look at the All-Star balance. It don't even it say front court, back court now. Yeah. And I remember, I pre- remember, I predicted it was going to do that. Yeah, you did. You did. And I can, it's definitely there. And I can see it, yeah. It was just. Power forwards play like centers. I mean, some play, some teams don't even have centers. Mm-hmm. Cleveland. 
Um, technically, Golden State, their best lineup has no center. Oh, God. That lineup, they call it the lineup of death. When yeah. It's Durant, Iguodala, Draymond. Uh, Steph, Steph and Clay. Clay. Oh my God! You, who? yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh my man, exactly. It's not even fair. All right, man. So let's get into um, our man law violation segment. All right. Um, so I found this story. It was interesting. It was a Green Bay fan who married his wife recently. Mm-hmm. His wife's last name is Packer, so he loves the Packers so much that he was willing to take her last name. Mm. Made me question, and shout out also to uh, Crystal Clifton who asked me a question about this. Is it against man law to take your wife's last name? Uh, if she's rich and I don't have to work anymore, <laughs> I call me Oscar Gutierrez. I don't care. I'll. <laughs> You'll be Marlon uh, Marla Winfrey. <laughs> yep, I sure will. <laughs> Tired of working. No, uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, in today's times when you look at the world, I mean, does tradition even – today's tradition yeah. is being untraditional. So is it violation? It just depends on where you stand. Like, I wouldn't take on any woman's last name. No disrespect yeah. to any women. You know, I mean, unless you're Winfrey or um, any other billionaire women, that's about it. Yeah. Knowles. Yeah, I take yeah, that. You'd be Marlon Knowles. I, I mean, I take some lunch, Knowles. <laughs> I, 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 I don't get mad when I'm uh, up in Tribeca <laughs> sneaking. Um, <laughs> and move, camel. <laughs> I, I I disagree. I do think it is a man law violation to take your wife's last name. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe that's the deep traditional in me. Yeah. It, it might be. I just, I had to think about it. Would I look at you funny if once, you know, you get married and you stand on that stage and you'd be like, such and such, um, uh, uh, Shonda Rhimes, you'd be like, wait, what? Yeah. That, that I, I would look at you funny. So I do think it's a, against man law. But I do think it's okay for a wife to, Asked to keep her last name or to hyphenate it. Correct, I do too. Um, <clears throat> especially if that wife name <clears throat> has some type of validity. You don't want to. I mean, uh, there there are people who like Angela Angelina Jolie. If I, if I was to marry her, I'm not gonna ask her to change. You're gonna be a Lavelle today, right? Yeah, I'd be like, you know, you don't have to change it or hyphenate it. It'll be all right because her name just has that much power. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think that's okay. You just got to discuss that. But I'm not taking your last name. I'm just I, mean, not. I wouldn't do it. And either. I would look at you funny if you did. I, I hate that I would because it's like you said, it's rooted in tradition. And what tradition is that? We don't know. Right. But I would look at a man funny. If, yeah. So you wouldn't take Oprah's last name? Ain't you tired of working? Yeah, I'll be Michael Winfrey. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I would. I would. I don't know if I want to be her beard, though. You still. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, I, do I get to live in the main house, or is Gail still living there? Yeah, Gail probably living in the main house. Like, uh-huh. Gail got her own money. Now. She probably done moved out. She probably come spend the night. Yeah. Well, the back house is still big. Yeah, yeah I'll change my last name. I'll change my last name. 
Now, I definitely I don't have a problem with the hyphenating um, of, the, of the name yeah, because, no. you know, sometimes you don't know what a relationship with a mother, I mean, a daughter and a uh, father is. That too. And um, like you said, you don't know what validity that name has. You know, it's just like if you was to marry um, Bernice King. Yeah, know, how do you that. Right, you can't, you know. <laughs> right, totally. I totally agree with that. Um, even when you hyphenate it, I even say if, if your wife comes to you and say, look, this is the end of the legacy. My my parents had no sons. You know, this is the end of the <coughs> line for me. You know, keep that name going. I don't have a problem with that. Right. I agree. That's fine. Let's just talk about it. Let's figure it out. I, but, you know, I'll be honest. I talked to my wife before we got married, and I said, you're taking my last name. Do you have a problem with it? And that was a serious question. Um, so I like to know, know you guys' opinion. Tweet me at the number four HF number four HF advantage. Let me know. Is it against man law to take your wife's last name? Now this guy's clever. I mean, he just loved the Packers that much. Shout out to him. He probably got stock in him. I ain't doing it. Sorry, not gonna do it. Um, Marlon, I always appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely appreciate coming over, man. I I don't get to have these type of conversations with a whole lot of people. They can, you know, actually challenge my beliefs. So this was really good. We didn't even talk about Dwight. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did you see the tweet though? That oh, was yeah. that's what was, that was extra funny. funny. If you don't know, Dwight Howard was tweeting. You know, he, hey, he doing what he's supposed to do. Be personable, and he was like, "Tweet me your trades." <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> you sir uh, Do you I, feel bad for him? For like, Dwight? In the totality of his career Do you feel bad for him? No Because I think He is his own worst enemy And he's always been his own worst enemy Hey he grown More with the NBA Even though I'm going to tell you I do feel a little bit bad Because remember when he came in the <clears> league <throat> He wanted to be a power forward Yes He was a power he forward was, He was a visionary we the NBA forced him into being a center. Yeah, he was a visionary. He saw it. Who knows who Dwight Howard would be if we actually said you're a power forward? Let's develop you as a power forward. But I, I think what the problem with Dwight was, oh, he didn't have a jumper. No, he didn't. Like even when he was playing power forward, he yeah. didn't have a jumper. But you always learn. I mean, Zach Randolph learned late, late in his career. No, not late, late. But yeah, I give it. Marcus All lost, learned late. He just added a three point shot. I love Marcus. Oh yeah, man. It's weird that he was traded for his brother. And I mean, man, the Gasol brothers. That was a legendary. Anyway, um, I do feel a little bit bad about that. Other than that, no. I I do think that some of us Atlanta fans are hard on him. I think some of you he did guys, a really good job. I think some of you guys expected way too much. Um, out That's of him. the problem, the expectation because of the name. Yeah, you expect it way too much. But I think he did everything that Atlanta needed him to do outside of show up in the playoffs. That was it. And half of that I don't even think was his fault. I think yeah, we just – I'm starting – I hate to say I'm starting to question it, but oh. I didn't want to say it. I agree because I didn't even understand <laughs> it. As I watch John Wall drive to the basket every time because Muscala is in there. And I'm like, just put in Dwight. I don't care if he can't shoot. Um, but this man came in here, showed us what a rebound looked like. And if I'm being honest, somebody like Dwight is a key to beating Cleveland. Yes. Because you need a big man who can hold down the middle, 
defensively and get rebounds. That's why Cleveland, that's why LeBron has always had trouble with Andre Drummond. That's why he's always had problems with Dwight Howard. It just didn't work out. So see you later. I appreciate it. I'm surprised we moved you, but we did. Let's have reminiscences of that time we moved Joe Johnson contract. And I was shocked. I know. I, I'm feeling the vibe. I actually yeah. think I actually think Bud is gonna get fired. <clears throat> Ooh, I don't want to see that. Not this year. <clears throat> Not this year. You think they're gonna give him another year or two? Yeah, I mean, because right now he's kind of like reached a stalemate. It's not that he's doing a bad job. I just think it's more of a personnel. I think we're about to see some changes. But he's, you know, what's the biggest thing? And, and I'm gonna end the show after this. One of the biggest things that hurt Bud was he came in here with a plan of developing, developing players, getting them in a system, producing. He did that, and he had the team to do it. Ferry messed it up. His team, <laughs> more than anybody else, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe Golden State is starting to get there. Bud's team has been raped the most in the NBA. All of his, his top two assistants, back-to-back years, went to go be head coaches. Kenny Atkinson, Quinn. Both of them are good coaches. We don't know that about Atkinson because Brooklyn's Brooklyn. Yeah, he's um, gonna be fine, and I just heard that one of our assistant coaches um, has just taken on a head coach job overseas, and it's not the last person. Like he's his team has gone. Like a lot of these shooting coaches and all that stuff, they're gone from that sixty win team. So it's not just all on him. He had a plan. He, he he developed a lot of people. And the people that leave here don't do nothing. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> hey, Kyle. No, no. Shout out to you, Kyle, because he still played for the Hawks on the Cleveland Cavaliers. He refused to hit a shot for them. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that. That is true. He was missing wide open shots. I was like, is he doing this on purpose? <laughs> He'll walk up to LeBron. Did it for the A. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you, you look at DeMar Carroll. Um, Boston fans, for some reason, y'all thought y'all was going to get way more out of Al Horford. I than still what think DeMar was hurt. I don't think he's fully recovered. No, he hasn't. Um, and a lot of these guys, I mean, they leave here. They don't do nothing. So his system works. It's just, you know, I, I do think his – inability to use Dwight Howard in a career, in a in a sensible way that definitely is brought into questions but it's still coach bud for me i mean me too that 60 win year was still one of the best of my life <laughs> Okay. All right, um, get a peep of your social media so they know where to find you. Hey, man, you can always find me at Facebook at Marlon Copeland, or you can find me on Twitter at Marlon C1979. Love to go back and forth with people, so it's pretty cool. So, yeah, just reach out to me. Indeed. Uh, as you know, you can find me at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Facebook, you can find us, Four Home Field Advantages. Search us in the uh, bar. Um, in the upcoming weeks, man, I got a lot of new guests coming on. Um, a lot of new topics. I'm going to try to squeeze in some off-sports topics just because we're in sports purgatory right now. Oh, my God, yes. This is sport. I mean, unless you're <laughs> just an avid baseball fan, this is this is sports purgatory right now. And But, you know, we coming back 
soon. Uh, soon it'll be summer league, and then it'll be training camp, and then it'll be football season. Go Falcons. And we'll we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, you know, keep an eye on the lookout. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on iTunes. We're on both of those. And I'll catch y'all next week, man. Thank you again, Marlon, man. That's my brother, man. Y'all always show respect for that, man, for the, for the rest of my life. It's a pleasure being here, bro. All right, man. We'll holler at y'all. Till next time.